Who's the man? Who's the man? Zach's the man. A strong, healthy Jewish man. Zach, Who's we're live. Man? Zach, we are live. You need to give me a warning. <laughs> this, was, this was more fun for me. Um, uh, so welcome, everyone, to the Criminally Mental Podcast. And I am excited to announce support for the Criminally Mental Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. My name is Cody, or Schizophrenic Hippie. My name is Zachary Explosion Galloway, and here to introduce our show is the friend of our show and the host of the VT Network, Dead Man. Welcome to the Criminally Mental Podcast, where we talk about mental health and the criminal justice system with your two hosts, Cody Green and Zach Galloway, currently both on parole and compassionate release. Now, here's the show. I need to talk to him about an idea because I think what we could do is we could set up a system where people would pay him money to leave like voicemails to like break up with their girlfriend and stuff. <laughs> and that, no, hear me out because it's such a smooth voice. It, and like yeah. they'll be they'll be like, wow, this is a really traumatic event for me, but it was said in such a smooth baritone, it's kind of not that bad. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, like you said, I really think he could do a lot with that voice. And I, I think he will, especially now since um, you've been so polite to not pay him for this amazing um, podcast introduction. To be fair, I did consider it. <laughs> well, that makes you such a good person, Zach. But we have, so. some, we have some really awesome news, Zach. And uh, do, do you know what that is? So we here at the Criminally Mental Podcast, uh, as you guys know, uh, you know, we get offers from sponsors and whatnot, and we've kind of been picky with it. And uh, fun fact for anybody, if you guys are ever going to start a podcast and you get some notoriety, you're going to get some really bad offers from sponsors. Really bad. Um, yeah, really, truly bad people will come out of the woodwork trying to give you money to shout them out on the show. But uh, we, got, we got an offer from a company that we actually stand behind and like a whole bunch. And that company is Manscaped. And why don't you tell them what Manscaped is about, you hairy, hairy hippie? <laughs> I love that. Thank you for that introduction, Zach. No problem. Uh, yes, about. Manscaped. So we specifically wanted to try out Manscaped's products, and we both fell in love. Zach doesn't love their catchphrase. I personally love it. Um, it says, your balls will thank you. Uh, and honestly, we've both gotten products, so we both have product here with us. They sent us mm -hmm. an awesome package with the uh, lawnmower 3.0 and several different things that I know Zach is super pumped about. Um, but before Zach talks about it, I want to point out that if you look down below, it says you can get 25% or sorry, 20% off and free shipping if you use the code Gallowop at manscaped.com. Zach, are you pumped that I used that for the code and didn't tell you? <laughs> Is that actually the fucking people actually have to type in Gallowop to use our discount code to get the product? Yes. Is that a real thing? That is You're legitimately not... our code is Gallowop. I hate so much about you every day more and more. That's amazing. <laughs> that's my that's my legacy now. That's my legacy. Thank you, Cody Green. Gallowop. Yes, I am I am so glad that I could do that for you. I want to keep your legacy alive, man. Mm. Um, that's why pretty soon we're going to be coming out with Gallowop shirts too. You know, we got to round this whole thing for you. Anyway, back to the soulless shill of our sponsor, Manscaped. <laughs> Guys and, and ladies out there, nothing's better than self-care. And we try to promote that as much as we can on the show. Now, if you're like me and you're a Jew, you probably have some bush issues. Oh my the birth. Uh, just hang out. Stay with me. Stay with okay. me. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm just saying from this background of, of race that I come from, the burning bush was not just for Moses. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying? And this, they send you a lawn. What is it called? The lawnmower? What is lawnmower it? Lawnmower 3.0. It's the third generation of the lawnmower. This thing, it, it cleans you like butter. I don't even know what that means, but God damn it, I mean it. Uh, <laughs> one of the coolest things about it is you can do it in the shower, which is great. Because yeah. one, I mean, I usually do it in Cody's bathroom. Wait, so what? It's good. 
don't worry about it. So it's great to be able to do it in the shower where you don't have any of the messy cleanup and stuff like that. Additionally, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't bother you. You don't have that miniature panic attack when you're trying to shave your downstairs. Oh you know my I mean? God. I still had it a little bit for the first time using the product. Cause that's what I was thinking of. I was like, I was like, God, I just, you get such bad experiences with regular razors that I think it gives you a little bit of a razor PTSD. I feel like every guy has that story of like the one time they tried to shave their balls and it went terribly wrong. And I mean, if you don't have that story, you're a fucking liar. Uh, <laughs> you're a liar. You're a liar. You are lying to us, sir. But well, in addition, oh, go ahead. I was also going to point out the light on this thing. There's a light on the razor, which I didn't even know about. Zach was like, you didn't know that? I'm like, no, I did not. <laughs> Which is amazing because I don't know how else you could possibly see your tiny, tiny penis in order to shave it. So, uh, Zach, and that's I know science. that we have an explicit podcast, but maybe hold back just a little bit. Just just a little bit. This actually is me holding back, so I don't know what else you oh, want from me, God. dog. Oh, God. But in addition to, to the Lawnmower 3.0, two things that I didn't know that I needed in my life. The first thing, <laughs> And this is, this is actually badass. This is ball deodorant. It's for aftershave. And this is a real fact backed by science. This smells so much better than your balls. <laughs> that is actually backed by science. 100%. Real, real science, boys. Real <laughs> science. And trust me, if you can smell your balls, so can she or he. So bear that in mind. In addition... As you know, since I am medically what's known as jiggity jiggity jizzact, toning is important to me. They came with a ball toner to define your balls or whatever it is you have, Cody. But uh, why are you the way that you are? <laughs> trauma. 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 Oh God. <laughs> well, maybe we'll act. Maybe we'll uh, ask Doctor Kojo about how you could better deal with your trauma a little bit later. Uh, but so honestly, good. we do want to thank Manscaped for giving us this opportunity. Me and Zach have set a personal goal. We would like to make 10 sales with our code Galawop. Um, so definitely, I was going to make it Zacharias Phoebe Galawop, but I thought that would be too long and complicated. Um, so we went with uh, we went with just Galawop and... And if you use our discount code, and I want to bring this up that I did not check with Cody before I did this on air. Oh, my if God. You, if you guys get us to 10 sales, because this helps support us, and this is something that I think everyone could use. If you get us to 10 sales using our discount code, when Cody and I meet up and do the collaboration, in honor of Manscaped, we will not only do a sexy photo shoot in Manscaped underwear and gear, but we'll also wax our chestises. Wait, um... No, it's been said. It's been said. Uh, you, don't, you, you can't. You can't even not agree to this, Cody. Yeah, I know. Even trying? I look like the dick if I don't do it now. A photo shoot? You really? Yeah. I don't have. How many weeks do I have to get in shape? I better start eating healthy, man. Ah, uh, it's happening. No one wants I mean, to see that. What are you doing right now? <laughs> everyone who's listening, if you are in this in this podcast. Tell us right now that you want to see this because I know you want to see this sexy photo shoot. I know you do. I know you do. Don't even lie All to me. All right. So I guess um, if you want to see that happen, um, you can check what out manscaped.com and use the code GALLOWOP when you check out. Um, that'll get you 20% off and free shipping. But it's been an awesome week for both me and Zach. Um, you know, last week we both hit huge milestones on TikTok, but we're still continuously growing. And I'm really excited about our guest day and some future guests we have going on. Um, I don't know, man. Zach, what have you been up to this week? Uh, well, as you know, we're still kind of getting together for the trip that you and I are going to do, the collaboration. Uh, additionally, I'm in the middle of moving. Uh, so I'm moving to Virginia with my boyfriend. So that's got to be, I mean, it's, it's been kind of stressful, to be honest. It's like, picking up your whole life and going somewhere else. And plus I haven't left the state or gone anywhere in a while. So I'm kind of dealing with some anxiety from that, but you know, I'm excited about it. I'm excited that you've been growing so goddamn fast. 
I mean, it's a little strange considering how truly unentertaining of a creator you are. <laughs> I knew but, I knew you wouldn't just let it be a nice comment. I knew you were going to come back. Yeah, so at, at this rate, it looks like I'm going to hit 700,000 by the end of this week, probably in the next day or two, which means I will have gone up 100,000 followers every week for the past three weeks on TikTok. Um, and it's insane because it's, it just gives me that much better of a platform to talk about schizophrenia and mental health and roast Zach. And everyone loves when I roast Zach, especially since he's too much of a chicken shit to roast me back anymore. It's got to be the old age. That's what it's got to be. Bro, you're so far down on my list of people that I have to handle. I mean, like, this is how it goes. It's like, I got to take care of the fans. I got to take care of my boyfriend, my imaginary pet dog. Uh, you know, and then you somewhere. Well, yeah. Well, yours is hallucination. <laughs> um, honestly, though, Zach, I think you need to go read the last roast you reacted to and see how see see if people were on my side or your side, and then tell me if you want to roast me back. But you get pity. You get pity points. People still don't know you're not a twelve year old girl. That's why they're <laughs> defending you. Hey, my beard's coming I back see. a little bit. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, that's what this is. Oh, I thought you just um, had a sandwich and didn't wipe your face. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you for the support on my beard, Zach. Um, no problem. But without further ado, we should probably um, introduce you to the person who's going to help you with your twama. Um, <laughs> hashtag twama. Uh, so we do have uh, Dr. Kojo Sarfo with us today. He is a popular TikTok influencer. He has over 400,000 followers. He posts about schooling, debunking mental health myths, and nursing tips. Um, he's one of my favorite people to follow. I've been following him for a long time. Super cool guy, super chill guy. You probably know him for his music on TikTok, actually. I know that that's where his viral videos have been from. So without further ado, we're going to bring in Dr. Kojo. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, what's up, man? How's it going? Sorry you had to sit through that whole ball talk there. Oh, no, it's a blessing. I'm happy to be here. We appreciate well, you being here, man. Oh, no problem, no problem. I mean, we, we all have balls, right? So we, we got to talk about it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Some of them bigger than others. Just saying, right? <laughs> but uh, all of them equally as important. I feel right. Like. Uh huh. Honestly, thank you so much for being here, man. Do you want to just give me. people a rundown of who you are and what you do? Because you do a lot of stuff. Like I just right, pulled up right. your website, and you're a busy guy. And I know you right. just moved. And you're doing a lot of new stuff, so. For sure. Uh, so um, I'm a psychiatric mental health uh, nurse practitioner. I graduated from Augusta University. I got my DMP, uh, doctor of nursing practice degree with a specialty in psychiatry. Uh, and uh, I actually moved from Virginia. So talking about moving to Virginia, I moved from Virginia. And I spent the last 16 months there. And I was working within um, inpatient state hospital. I was doing forensic psychiatry. So, you know, I would have patients who, um, the majority of my patients, Will come from like you know another state hospital and they've gone through the criminal you know justice system and uh because of what the judge you know has deemed them to be a lot of them were not guilty by reason of insanity so because of their mental state at the time of their offense um they come and see me and i help get them back on track get them on medications long acting injectables all this good stuff and then we prepare them to go back in the community and we call that you know the conditional release process so I was doing that in Virginia, and uh, on the side, I was making the little uh, TikTok videos, dancing, the little rapping videos, um, and you know, it went viral, and it got me to a point where I'm like, you know what, I could make this a career. So, I moved out here. You know, I got a one-way flight to LAX, and um, I said, I'm going to come to California and make it a career, and use my platform to educate, but at the same time, have fun because, you know, I, I don't. That, that's why I like your, you know, your platform because. When you're talking about mental health, you can't just be like all sad and depressed. You want to have fun with it, you know, because like it doesn't do us any good to sit there at home and, and to, to be sad. You know, so let's have some fun with it and educate at the same time. There's a way to go about doing that. And I think you're doing a good job with that. Thank you, man. You did just commit a big Zach no-no. And that's yeah, uh, Kojo, Kojo. Yeah, um, I'm sorry, dog. I thought you we were on the stage. <laughs> but look, um, really important. A uh, couple yeah. rules here. We don't, don't be nice Cop to Cody. Right. No compliments to Cody. Got it. 
I like how yeah. he said it the first time um, when Jess Ken was on the show. He said, don't humor the hallucinations. <laughs> Do not humor the hallucinations. Also, don't feed him after midnight, but that's a different story. We'll get to that. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, so Kojo, Kojo, you're like a very, like, like, damn, man, you have relevant topics to talk about and stuff. I mean, I mean, yeah. like, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in awe because, like, you do so much shit, and like, right. I struggle so hard to be borderline entertaining on a daily basis. <laughs> what, like, how exactly? And I mean, and Cody just fails at it. So, how exactly uh, yeah. do you fit all of this? Like, wh- like, how do you do that? What the, f- what, like, how? Tell me. So last year, before last year, I was doing this by myself, believe it or not, and it was like, I mean, it was honestly looking back, I. I was, you know, fucking up relationships with, you know, past girlfriends, you know, family friendships were, you know, all over the place because I was so consumed into doing the social media thing. I've been doing this for four or five years now. It wasn't until TikTok kind of took off that I'm like, you know, what? I can turn to a career. But um, the best decision I made last year was to get an assistant. And what he does is he organizes everything. So, like, I wake up in the morning. There's one, e- there's one email for me to read and everything is there. That way I won't a single thing because like i would miss out on opportunities i remember there was a brand deal last year and i it came out in like may and i saw it in like you know july i'm like <laughs> i didn't even see it you know so like it becomes so hard to manage all these things so getting an assistant so my i'm not perfect so what i do is i ask for help you know i have an assistant uh the with the pandemic it's got so bad with me being burnt out of work i got a housekeeper um which my family thought that was like bougie of me but hey like i'm asking for help all the time because one man can't do it all so i just ask for help if i can't do it or if i don't enjoy doing it it's gonna be hard for me to focus to do it so i just ask for help and my assistant does everything that's a really good and i gotta look into doing that because i don't know if you know this but this show is mostly put on by me um oh, like cody doesn't God. actually do i'm putting it out there people need to know so this guy like earlier today like I uh-huh. call him up, I'm like, hey, we've got Kojo coming on the show. And he's like, I don't know where I am. I'm lost inside a glass case of emotions. And then, you know, I let him deal with this shit. But that, that's cool. That's cool. That you got a personal Because even this setup here, to be honest with you, I would have no idea how to do it. So like my system would like click the buttons. Like I've become like, I can't like this. I don't know what goes into doing it, but like. It still like trips me out to see like three of us on the screen. I'm like, oh, this is tight. All I did was like just open up my laptop and like I'm here. So like, yeah. I don't know how to do do that. At yeah. All. If I died tomorrow, Zach would be hopeless without me. He wouldn't know how to run. I don't even think he knows the passwords for most of our stuff. <laughs> oh, Zach, do you boy. know the password for our our Gmail that we share, where we get we all of our? Yeah. See, he doesn't. Know. The, the, the computer should save it for you, right? You know, the computer like picks up on like. Yeah, you would think. You would think, but he would have to log in at least once for that oh, to happen. <laughs> well, well, okay. Counterpoint. Let me ask you a question. Do you know your password to your grinder account? <laughs> Get out of here. Because I've made you a grinder account. Yeah, I, I know. Fortunately, have um, you ever logged in, Cody, or you, you just let the account be? He's very popular on Grinder. Super on Grinder. He uh, he made an account for me as a joke. Uh, no, um, incorrect. Yes. Incorrect. The video is still posted. You can find the TikTok where no. you did what. What happened was he called me up struggling with his sexuality, and I'm I'm a friend. I'm what? a friend. So I did him a solid. Uh, you know, I did list him as a power bottom, which I think is very accurate. So. Uh, <laughs> You know. Unrelated, uh, today is mine and my wife's nine-year anniversary um, not of, of being together. And I just want to throw that out there while <laughs> while you're talking about <laughs> while you're talking about uh, the grinder <laughs> for me. Wow, breaks so many hearts. I know. Nine years, congrats! It's a long time. Thank you. Well, and I know, so you were just talking about like relationships and stuff uh, with mental health too. I get a lot of questions about that. And the only thing I can say, because people always ask me about dating with schizophrenia, they're like, Mm -hmm. when you disclose it, when you talk to the significant other. And so for me, the only thing I can say is my wife was with me before I developed schizophrenia. Oh, okay. The only advice I can ever give is communication, I guess. Like I think that's why we've lasted so I don't know if you'd have 
better, like, especially when it comes to mental health, like, right, right. Health, that's a tough topic. No, 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 seriously, the answer you have to communicate, you know, before you get into a relationship, I have this concept I say you want to over communicate and then under commit. Because, like, if you're talking to somebody new and they're like, you know what, you have your struggles, I can't commit to it, fine, you know, you take your time, you know, but you know, if you go on the first day and like, somebody's already like envisioning you as their husband you're like whoa like we have to take our time here because we need to over communicate and under commit take your time and make sure that you actually want to you know commit to because everybody has their own baggage right so you have your baggage you have your own mental health issues so you bring that to the table you have to make sure that that person is you know willing to to take it on and just talk about it and try and you know reduce the stigma and like even for me I mean, obviously now I'm a professional in the field, but like going back to high school, I remember a, a girl that I had a, a crush on and then I heard her, uh, I overheard her talking about saying she takes Prozac and I'm like, oh, I thought she must be crazy. I mean, this is 17 year old me that that's why I thought that, oh, this means that they're crazy, that they're aggressive. So I was like, I don't know if I like her, but I mean, she, she, she do look a little, you know, she's got the little shape, you know, so like I'm conflicted, but uh, the more you talk about it, you know, and then the more, like, as you talk about these things, somehow comes to, oh, I struggle with this too. I do this too. So you figure out that we're all the same. So just communicate with somebody and letting them know, hey, I got this going on. Uh, you know, the take it or leave it method, take it or leave it. But like, you can't adjust your lifestyle to fit for somebody else who you might break up with them in a week. So just communicate, you know, right, right off the bat. I, I know, I mean, maybe not the first day, but over time, as you get comfortable with somebody, let them know, Hey, this is my world. This is what you would be coming into. Yeah. Zach, how do you communicate with uh, people you're dating that you're a huge asshole? Like, is that something you bring up right away? Bitch, they've been known. If they go on a date, <laughs> if they go on a date with me, like you can ask my boyfriend, like I've known my boyfriend for years and years and years before we ever got together. There's nothing that I don't do. Like if so, like people point out, like, you know, your boyfriend's kind of a dick and he's like, yeah, we've met. You know? <laughs> like, there's, like the bar sirs is low for me is what I'm saying. It's been placed low and somehow That's I still straight right by. That's great because like, I mean, you know, like and even in today's world, like before you go on a date with somebody, like you know, you'll talk on the phone. So like you'll pick up on them. And my thing is be yourself as, as soon as possible. Like instead of like if you know that you're like naturally an asshole, instead of you know going out of your way to like be overly nice, like that you can't keep it up. You're gonna burn out and revert back to your old self. And then the person you're with, they could like that side of you. Like some people don't want you to be Mr. Nice Guy all the time. They'd rather have the transparent you, you know, whatever it is. I think it's a little, it can be difficult for me at times because I mean, I'm diagnosed with uh, with PTSD and also being fucking adorable. So, like, there are, there are times. What a combination. There are, it's a tough combination. It's medication for one, just a lifestyle for the other. But, uh, <laughs> it's, it's difficult because I have these moments where, like, I don't want to talk to fucking anybody and I'll disappear uh -huh. from TikTok. I will disappear from everything. And in my past relationships, you know, I've, I've been with people who have been like, oh, I need to be around them even more now. Fortunately, my boyfriend knows that sometimes I just need a day to like sit on the couch right, in my boxers right. and eat pizza, you know, and, and basically I'll be fine after that. But it, yeah, that communication and like telling and really letting someone know who you are, you know, how unstable mm -hmm. you can fucking be at times. I mean, yeah. don't bring that out on the first date, but yeah, yeah it's, that's a great point. Look, that's, I'm happy that you're saying that because here, here's the issue you're going to run into. If you don't speak up, then when you're having that moment where you're like, you know what? I just need a day or two or a week. If you don't speak up, then your boyfriend's trying to, you know, talk to you just going by his day. And then all of a sudden you're like, get away from me. Like, but you haven't spoken up, you know? So like, I'm a big fan of letting people know. And like, even for me, like if I'm dating, like I, like if I'm dating a girl and she gets upset and she doesn't say a word, I'm actually scared then. Like, I want you to show, like, showing them, like, when somebody is apathetic, I'm like, what's going on? I need to know, like, everybody has a, you know, a crazy, I hate using that word, but everybody has that next level to them. You need to know what the next level is before you commit. So, like, just let them know. Like, I might let somebody know, hey, I don't like this, you do this, like, you're going to get the next out of me. I'd rather people know, right? Yeah. So, I like yeah. that. Well, and so, like, I'm sure since you've you've actually worked in psychiatric facilities, correct? Right. Like, 
psychiatric hospitals. Mm-hmm. So I, this is, this is getting off the topic of relationships now, but mm-hmm. like, um, I know we connected early on, um, when I found your TikTok and you started seeing my schizophrenia content Right. and I, it, to me, it's always interesting connecting with people who work in the mental health field uh-huh. because I get to talk about like my own personal experiences, but I get to hear about experiences that like, even I have a hard time believing. I'm like some of the things that happen inside the walls of a psychiatric facility. Mm-hmm. It's so intense because some people are there at some of the most vulnerable points. Right. And so, I mean, does that get really challenging? Is that something you struggle with? So for me, like I like I wanted all the smoke. Like I embrace that hostile environment. Like somebody's coming in. Let's say they're they're manic. They haven't slept in days, and you know if like if they're not in touch with reality, like they could look at me and I could remind them of somebody in the past, and they might want to fight. You know, so that hostile environment, I actually gravitated towards that. You know, and but the thing is, like once somebody is like stable on their medication. You can't tell the difference between that person and the next person. Like you really can't. That's the the power of medications and therapy. That's why I tell people like you don't have to. You know, especially as guys, like we have this thing. We, we think we can conquer the world on our, on our own. Like go out and get the help. Talk to somebody. Get it off your chest. You know, find different ways, healthy uh, coping mechanisms. You know, humor. You know, laughing. You know, talking to people. Like there's ways to get things. Uh, you know, off your chest and like like. I, like I remember a patient who he had had a traumatic event happen. Um, I think he had lost a child or something like that. But he never spoke to anybody. So by the time he ended up in the psych hospital, like he was ready to flip chairs. Like he was so like amped up because he just didn't talk to somebody, you know. So by talking to somebody and letting people know what you're going through, like the help is there. And especially when you're in a, a inpatient psych hospital, like that's the fastest way to get help. Now. Is the quality of care good at all inpatient say hospitals? <laughs> I'm not saying that because the hospitals are, you know, it's a toss up depending on where you're at. But, you know, for me and, you know, for my team that I always work with, like, I mean, I gave all I had, you know, I left everything on the line for the patients. And, like, you have to approach with empathy and to show them, that, like, hey, you can, you can get better, you know, and without trying to compliment Cody because I know it's, it's forbidden here, uh, <laughs> you know. It's good. It's good for them, to, especially um, patients who have schizophrenia uh, at the, the inpatient hospital. Because what I found to be pretty interesting is patients who had a diagnosis of schizophrenia or schizoaffective, um, you know, which is schizophrenia with the uh, mood component. Like, I had patients come to me and ask me if I could change their diagnosis to bipolar because, like, there's like a hierarchy of like, like if you have depression or PTSD or anxiety, okay, you know, people have that bipolar uh, but then schizophrenia like the name people are kind of scared like oh well like that's like that's like the next level so like yeah. even that name has like a big to it so like to see you thriving like that's inspirational for you know those guys and girls and actually i heard about you first from uh one of my co-workers who works in hr she came up to me and she's like have you have you seen schizophrenic hippie and i was like no and i followed and then that's when i met uh Colin, and then he was telling me about you, but like people watch the content. And of yeah. course, if I were to pull my phone out and show my patient your content, it'll probably inspire them, but I mean, I'll get fired, you know, because <laughs> it's breaking the rules. But like people need to see, like, you can get better. So, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So, you're on thin ice. I assume, <laughs> assume there was a guy like Cody who was popular on, on TikTok, but well, not Cody. No, not. Guy like Cody. It would be inspiration for people to see like you can thrive with, with this type of thing, you know, like it doesn't matter what whatever you have, like you can thrive and everybody goes through their own issues. And for me, like I was working in the pandemic, I couldn't see my family, you know, we're locked in and then my caseload was getting like it was like it was getting so much heavier. I'm like, yo, I got to make a move. And I'm putting out content on TikTok. And then I got to the point, I'm like, I have to, you know, either choose my job or choose social media. And I chose social media. But, like, you know, if, if I had stayed, uh, you know, working my job, I would have been miserable, you know. And then I could have burned out, uh, converse depression really fast, you know, if you're not already there. So I had to make a move for myself. But then I was talking to family members and friends and, you know, trying to get like a, you know, their input on things. But, um, you know, I walked away from a job that I loved. I really loved that job. And like to be in a state hospital, like people think it's like straight jackets and, you know, but like you walk in, people playing cards, 
you know, we, we, we have place unit. Like I'll be playing Madden with the guys. They couldn't beat me because you know I, I do I do it. But um you know, <laughs> just lay back, good times. So one thing that I kind of I, I wanted to ask you just because um mm-hmm. on this show we get a lot of this question from people because we have a lot of male audience that follows us and listens, right. which which is strange because mostly women follow me on TikTok because I'm so aggressively attractive. Okay. Uh, but but a common question we get here is about men sharing emotions. And mm-hmm. that's that's really specific to my life. Like mm-hmm. I struggle, I struggle with telling anybody how I feel unless right. it's anger. If I'm mm-hmm. angry, I will absolutely fucking tell you how I feel. Shoot out. Yeah. yeah. It's it. like I have no control over it. If it doesn't matter if you're the guy that just cut me off or you know, somebody in uh-huh. line at the store, <laughs> I have serious issues with that. But right. But men sharing feelings and really being open and vulnerable is a pretty big issue in our society today. Uh, what, right. from your expertise in your field, like what sort of advice would you give to guys in that in that situation? I would say practice sharing with people that you're comfortable with, and eventually, the closer you can get to a point where you don't really give a damn. I hate to say it like that, the better because people will judge you for anything. People will judge you for. <laughs> see, <that's funny. laughs> People will judge you for, uh, you know, picking A, for picking B, for picking like people always have an opinion on your life. People feel like they are qualified to tell you what you should do with your life. They feel like they should tell you how you feel. So what I've learned that you know, with with males, like it's hard for us to talk, you know, because like and for at least uh, and actually, I'll, I'll be curious to see how it works in a homosexual relationship. But like in a heterosexual relationship, like when a guy is talking to a girl. A lot of times on TikTok, too, guys will say, oh, I opened up to my, my girl and she uses against me. And I've seen that happen from time to time. Like you open up, and I mean, that's your partner, right? You, you, your partner is supposed to have your back. You open up, open up to them once and then they bring it back up. You'll never open up again. And I mean, if the person closest to you, you can't open up to them. Like you might shut that person down for life. So I don't know if it's easier for you in a homosexual relationship. Would you say it's easier or... It's oh, I'm bisexual, so I've dated both men and women before, okay. and uh, I will I can't say this is for everybody across the board, but certainly mm-hmm. in my relationship currently, something that really appreciate is we're both men, and we both have very similar insecurities and mm-hmm. very similar things that set us off. You know, disrespect disrespect sets us both the fuck off. Yep, yep. hardcore. And we get that. So there are times on both ends of the spectrum that he'll say something like, hey, that's not cool. You know, like we're, we're touching the line. And I, I, I realize there's a bit of, I don't okay. know if it's misog- misogyny in, in this, but when it comes from another man, I know where he's coming from when he says, hey, this is disrespect, bro. Like when I, I hear that, I'm like, all right, yeah. like, all right dog, I, I got you. I got you. Yeah. You know, and there's that love, there's that love there that I can identify it. So it does make it easier in some ways. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy that you actually said that because with men, like respect is so important to us. Like every guy, like is respect. And like women, they might do things that they don't see to be disrespectful, but even whether it's they don't whether their intent is good or bad, like if you've disrespected a man, like you've crossed the line, you know, so women want more so of love men see love through respect so i can see how it could be easier for you but at the uh, compliment Cody sets you up at, <laughs> at the end of the day you have to find somebody that you can talk to and also being around people who are real helps because people that like if you keep people in your circle who are transparent and vulnerable it's going to be much better for you because when you talk to people who you know they want to put up a front like they appear to be perfect you can't be real with them because then you're around them you're like okay you know what's going on in their life, but then they make everything look perfect on social media. They never have any issues. And then when you come and you've had a, a, a bad day, like I believe in if you have a bad day, have that. Like my thing is if I have a, a bad day, if I have a bad Monday, cool. What's a bad Monday? Shit, the next day will be good. Tuesday, If Tuesday's bad, if I have a bad week, or I, the next week I act like it never happened. Like I'll forget it. Talk to a couple of friends, and I'll just keep moving. Um, so I wouldn't judge yourself based off of the rough period you're you're going through, but definitely have people in your circle who you can talk to, because when you feel heard, you know, and you don't need people to solve your issues. You just want somebody to validate you, like, okay, what you're going through actually is hard, you know. So when you're around people who are like you, then it's like a, you know, and it's hard for us as guys, because even me, like, 
you know, like if I text the college, you know, um, uh, homies, it's like, it's hard to talk about like what we're going through until one guy opens up. He's like, man, I had this fight with my wife. Our marriage might be over. And then I'm like, oh, that's some real shit. And then at that point, everybody's like, you know what? I was going to get divorced or I was going to, I lost my job. You know, guys, we don't want to talk about our money and our relationships. So like when one person like opens up, they are like, all right, okay, that person's the guinea pig. Now I can talk about my struggles. So creating that environment can be very helpful because it's just like, as guys, it's just really hard to talk about this stuff. Well, and then also, so as three guys who talk about mental health, not only in their personal lives, but online, right. I've literally, one of my most viral videos is a video of me crying because I'm having a hallucination. Mm -hmm. Um, that's the one that Zach duetted and he was also very emotional in that video. You know, he was, you know, being a good, good protective friend, a big old softie. Um, it was a front. It was a front <laughs> review. Um, but front honestly, review. like, and then people ask me, they're like, how do you post that stuff? And I'm like, to be honest, I, I was raised by a single mom. Mm. My wife has always been really supportive of me sharing my emotions. Mm. And we've been together for so long now, now that that's just normalized in my life. Right. And so I share these things and I have a lot of guys reach out to me and they're like, mm. I want to do this, but I'm so yeah. afraid to talk about this and show this. And I've, I've shared so many videos of me like crying or like mm. freaking out from hallucinations. To me, it's just so normalized in my head now to the point where, like, I've posted videos right. in the middle of having a hallucination. It's so right. normalized in my head. It, it, it makes you a hero because, like, I've had guys reach out to me and they're like, oh, that's a hero. That complimentary. Oh, I messed up. <laughs> but, uh, you know, those guys will, like, look up to somebody who is being transparent you know because like a lot of these guys in their relationships they're not able to go to their partner and what's up logan how you doing they're not able to go to the partner and be up front and imagine your partner right like with, with our families you don't get to pick your mom or your dad or your siblings right but you get to pick who you want to spend the rest of your life with right so imagine looking to that person's eyes right and you're being uh up front and emotional you're showing your emotions right and they look at you, they're like, what is wrong with this person? Like, you'll never open up again. That's it. Like, one good time, like, okay, you'll never bring it up again. You know, so to have that support system, like, that's fantastic. And it's going to make people watch your content to talk, and then they're going to go talk to their partners, and they're like, hey, you have to kind of, actually, I'm not kind of, no. You have to demand that out of somebody that you're, you're talking to, right? Because, look, you you pick the people that you date, right? You, that you 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 uh you marry, you know. Oh, Zach, look, they're complimenting. <laughs> yeah, everyone complimenting Cody in the comments. Bam, <laughs> bam. <laughs> you, you know, so that's that's no, go ahead. That's a oh, go ahead. Sorry, do you mean to start? No, 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 no. I lost my chance already. <laughs> oh, that's, I was gonna say that. Um, you know, I I struggle with that a lot. Um. Just because of my upbringing. I mean, I, I was raised by women too, but I was raised mm -hmm. by fucking punk rock lesbians. So like, and that's, that's, that's a real fact about me. So I'm, okay. I'm not very, I'm not very good at feelings mm -hmm. or expressing mm -hmm. them. And I do, I do post it on TikTok because I've noticed that when I don't do that, when I'm not open about my emotions, when I'm not transparent about what I'm going through it's sooner or later I'm gonna find myself at some corner bar picking a fight with some guy in a cowboy hat because I don't like his fucking yeah. face yeah I mean like I have lost years to, I have done fucking prison time because my shit wasn't in check right so on. when people when people ask me you know like how like why do you post this you know why why is why are you being vulnerable or blah blah or they say things like oh those guys such a pussy blah blah and it's like no bro it's not I'm doing this because if I don't something's gonna explode and somebody's gonna yeah. hurt yeah and that's 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 a reality for me at least I mean no, no, well, no, no, but uh, just jumping real quick if you have that self awareness like that puts you so far ahead of the game because everybody's wired differently so if you know okay this shit is really gonna piss me off you set yourself up to where you don't encounter it as often because if you know what makes you snap you know you don't want to get too close to the line because before you know it like you're out here fighting people and literally like let's say you get disrespected and you don't speak up for yourself and instead of talking about what happened like every single day that goes by 
you just keep getting more pissed off. Like, I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm angry. And then before you know it, like, it's like anybody can end up in, in prison or jail. Like, you can have, you only have to one, have one bad day. You can have uh, a bad two, three minutes. And before you know it, you, you're looking at life. Like, like you, it goes from you living your best life, you know, drinking, out there having, you know, fun with your, your buddies. And then next day you're doing, like, severe time. So, like, I do, I make an intentional effort to be transparent with, like, everybody in my family. Like, I, I got to a point in my life where, like, once I start working, I start making money. Like, I just start buying things for friends and just giving my parents money for no reason. And if I was dating some girl, just all kinds of just random trips. And I told my brother at one point, I said, you know what? I had to stop that because, like, anytime I would give people money, it would lower my self-esteem. But to be honest, like, because you all allow cuss on this show, like, I felt like a bitch inside. Honestly, every single time I did that, I just pulled it back and I felt so much uh, better. I felt better about myself and that the way I would carry myself made me feel like, okay, like, I'm a decent human being who's worthy of, like, love and respect. So you have to be, like, transparent with, like, how you feel. I wish we could start, and I, maybe we can. I don't know. Maybe we're at that point. Maybe we could start like a hashtag for men that's just so basic. I'm not okay. You know, when you're not yeah. okay, we need we need to have a fucking world yeah. where we can just say I'm not okay, and that can be yeah. the end of the conversation if if it is if you yeah. don't want to talk about it. Yeah. But just taking that first step of saying, "Hey, I'm not okay," because yeah. I feel, in my experience at least, when I've actually been able to make that confession to say, "Hey," I'm not okay right now. Everyone in my life who really meant something to me and who really mattered, not just yeah. the fucking hangers on or whatever, they've been there every yeah. time. Yeah, they showed up. Yeah. I, I love that. I think women traditionally have had the advantage over us because, like, you know, a girl goes through a breakup, something hard, she cries, she calls her friends, and then she gets all that support, all that free therapy. But as a guy, something bad happens to you, you sit there in your room over it, you get like more and more angry you might play video games but like you lock yourself in a room and like you'll, you'll just have all these scenarios in your head meanwhile just like a whole world of people out there looking to support you but like you just you have to speak up first because people can't read your mind you know well it's hard too and like i i know i know in my life like i've had i've had friends commit suicide and they've all been men and every time i've always had the thought of why didn't this fucker just call me you know, I've just yeah. had that thought, you know, like if he just would have taken that one moment before, yeah. you know, he swallowed those pills or pulled that trigger. Why, why not? And mm -hmm. I think we need to, we need to take as many steps possible as towards reaching out to other guys yeah. and saying, Hey, man, I'm not okay. I need yeah. you to be not okay with me for a minute. Right. And that, yeah. that'd be an okay uh, thing. I love that because obviously we can't control what somebody does, you know, with their life, but like you can sleep better at night knowing that you did every single thing possible to create an environment where they could be transparent. Cause when, when I have patients who died by suicide, like the first thing I do, like I call my parents and I think I'm like, did I not do the right, did I, did I do something wrong? Like I'll definitely the right medication. Like I'll go back, I'll look through my, like I used to look through charting and say, did I do everything right? But like at the end of the day, I know that I gave it all I had. Um, I just did the best that I can, you know, to create that environment to where they can, um, you know, be transparent. And, and I like to believe that more people are being saved than the people who are falling through their cracks by me being that transparent and open. But I think that's a great thing. Like, we need to get the hashtag started for the um, the guys. Like, not just, like, saying it on the podcast, but, like, we need to actually do it because, like, you know, you could, like, if – we it never goes viral, right? But if there's like one guy like who's on the edge tonight, who sees that video and like he doesn't go through with it, then it's been a success. Absolutely, that's all. That's all that really matters. True. So, I uh, I have a friend who works in psychiatry, and she tells me that a lot of people who work in psych psychiatric fields also struggle themselves with right. mental. I'm not trying to put you on the spot yeah. here, but is there anything personally that you struggle with that makes it, you know, makes you connect better with your patients or makes it a little bit harder to connect? Right. No. So for sure. I mean, I've been, actually, this is a good story. I'm happy that you asked me because as I was going to school to get my, my doctor degree, like when I was in grad school, I was diagnosed with ADHD. And I realized that like growing, like I knew growing up that like I had to work twice as hard. Like I was 
compensating for it by like showing up to places early on time, like reading things, you know, two or three times, spending extra time to do things that will take a regular person, you know, like two hours. It take me like maybe all day because I always keep getting distracted, you know. So when I wrote my book, I wrote my book. Uh, it's you know doing well on Amazon right now, but that's the only part that I contemplated taking out of the book. So I wrote the book up. Uh, chapter nine. I was talking about uh, me getting diagnosed with uh, ADHD, and I was watching a Braves game, and uh, the ball was hit uh, to Adam LaRoche, uh, first baseman for the the Braves. He fielded the ground ball, and he casually walked over to first base, but the guy beat him there. And then afterwards, like people were like, like what happened? Because the Braves lost that game because of that play, and it came out that you know he was taking uh stimulants for adhd and then like he started to talk about it a little bit more and i was like in seventh grade at that time and then i remember watching tv i'm like you know what i have that thing and i told my mom you know like coming from you know i'm from ghana west africa originally we don't have that environment where we can talk about these things so she's like oh i'll just pray for you or whatever but like she didn't know so it's not her fault but it wasn't until i got to grad school and i'm like i got to grad school i'm like i'm working on a doctorate degree I've I have partnerships with Mental Health America, the largest nonprofit in the U.S. I'm doing all these things. I'm like, how, so how can I have like ADHD? Like I was struggling with the diagnosis at one point, and and the hard part was I didn't want people to think that because I went to a doctor, he put me on Adderall. It was very helpful, but then like the side effects would give me the bubble guts. You know, after yeah. like an hour, I'd be on the toilet. Just you know, I, I would try and find like that one toilet at work. Where nobody goes to, you know, make sure, <laughs> you know, lock it up, and I'll just be shitting, you know, for like a good 10, 15 minutes, you know. So like, I'll have the bubble guts, so I couldn't take it for long. But for a while, I did take the Adderall, you know. Uh, it was so effective, and it helped me get through school. And I was worried that people would say, "Oh, he only got to this point because he took that medication," because you know, people shame you for taking that type of stuff. So I thought about taking it out of the book. I said, "No, I need to keep this in the book." Because you never know who you're helping by, you know, telling your story, you know. So that's uh, my story, and I hope that that'll help somebody out there. Yeah. Well, I I'm think not- I, I I think a great part about what we I mean I don't mean to toot our own horn I mean especially I don't want to Cody's <laughs> horn especially but yeah. we we consistently have people on this show that are strong, independent, successful creators mm-hmm. and influencers. And they all have a struggle like this. They've all right. had to take medication. They've all had to go through this. I mean, even Colin Ray, who's actually legally a fucking nerd, is obviously a success story. I think I think one of the, the best things that we can do is do things like us as strong individuals and creators share that we're not always okay all the time. Right. Sometimes yeah. we need medication. Sometimes mm-hmm. I need my fucking boyfriend to call me up and make me take my medication. That's a yeah. real part of my life. That's mm-hmm. a real part of my life. You, and you, should, yeah. you shouldn't apologize for that at all. Like that's your life. And anybody who has an opinion, like your life is none of their business, you know? Like you have to do what you have to do for yourself. So I, I mean, I know Cody has to uh, say something, but like while it's in my mind, like it was weird for me because to my knowledge, nobody in my family has ever taken medication for anything. And like you, you just put on your shoulders and you, you, you just deal with it. Um, you know, so like it was weird to be the first one to do it. And even the girl I was dating at the time, she's like, well, Cody, like, do, like, do you really need this? Like you're doing well, like you're, you know, you're successful, like. Are you sure you were, you weren't like misdiagnosed? Do you really need this? You know, so like I'm like, hey, like yeah, this is actually going on. Like this, like I need this. So sometimes, like the more you speak up for yourself, people say, okay, you know what? Like this is a good thing, and maybe it could help them out. You know, but like there should be no shame in taking medications. I I, I can't believe that we have to have this conversation in 2021. But then on the uh, the flip side of things, we've made a lot of progress though. Yeah. Well, and so the thing I wanted to talk about is exactly what you just said. I didn't want antipsychotics for about two years. I denied that I had an issue despite having delusions and hallucinations. And my mom, who is a schizoaffective, um, she has a schizoaffective diagnosis. She told me that it was going on and I refused to believe it because there's such a stigma around medication. Right. I want to be just another guy on medication. And so for about two years, I went undiagnosed, unmedicated, and that landed me 
And I specifically remember the moment I remember I needed medication. I knew because I was, I had to spend two days in uh, solitary confinement in jail um, with no distractions, no one to talk to. And I knew while I was in there that I had a very bad issue and that if I didn't get help, I was going to, I was going to either hurt myself or take my own life. Mm. And so it's, it's so crappy that we have to make that decision to take meds. Like it should just yeah. be, Hey, these work, they're effective. If they don't work, we can try something else instead. Mm -hmm. of, well, I don't want people to look at me like I'm crazy. Right. I don't want people to judge me for taking right. meds. And I think that costs people their lives. And yeah, I think, it does I think it hurts a lot of people. And yeah. So what you just said too, we've made a lot of progress. I know when my mom was first diagnosed, she wanted to take meds. No one around her wanted to, mm -hmm. you know, her parents are all there at the time. It was like the late nineties, you know, and so they were like, you don't need meds. You just need mind over matter. Yeah. Just, just pray away your hallucinations is the yeah. one I hear all the time. Uh, it it's important like that, that we, it's important that we do talk about medication and take it seriously. Um, and it's something that I've made a lot of videos about and I'm going to continue to make videos right. about because it bothers me when I see people pill shaming or, you know, really making people feel bad for having to have, they'll call it a crutch. I don't call it a crutch. I don't mm -hmm. think medication is a crutch. I think it's something that gets people through life. I, I completely agree. And like I, I've, you know, back in Virginia and like, I remember going out of my way to, cause there's a shame that comes along with, you know, having a mental health diagnosis and like we spoke about schizophrenia. So like, I remember sitting down in treatment team meetings, trying to figure out a way to help reduce the shame. So I would say, Hey, you know what, luckily you're taking this medication, you know, we can give you, you know, how or whatever in long acting injectables. So it, like big, being able to come up like to a center once a month and take a shot in your arm and not have to take a pill every day. If that's your regimen and we can do that, you know, if it helps to reduce the shame for the, uh, the, the patient, you know, like I'll do whatever, because you know, it's difficult. Like when you have to take something every day or if like, you know, even worse, if you're in an environment where you're not fully supported, that's really difficult because then like you're hiding pill bottles. You're like, I don't want people to know that I'm taking this or, you're afraid that once it's like a big secret, once it comes out, um, people will think that you're crazy. I know people who like they're working full time jobs, afraid to tell their employees that they're going through this because they might get feel like they might get fired or they might be judged. And you probably will be judged because, to be honest, if we're just going to keep it real, some people will be like, you know what? Uh, you have a mental diagnosis. You can't work here because not that they're bad people, but they're ignorant. They don't know that. You know, having a mental health diagnosis doesn't make you much more aggressive than, you know, uh, anybody else. In fact, people who have mental health diagnoses are more likely to be on the opposite side of like the the hurt or the trauma. You know, so it's like it doesn't make you more aggressive, but like the average person doesn't know that. So they'll be like, oh, this person's taking this. Uh, you know, they're gonna hurt me, and the person's just like sitting there smiling at you. You know, so that's where we come in. You know, all three of us is mental health advocates like you don't have to go to school to be advocate like you can be a twitch streamer you know like just put like tiktok a great way to be an advocate you know i think one of the one of the greatest things that this this show this platform just everything that we've been so fortunate to be able to do is really give people the correct idea that doing things like taking medication getting help working on yourself in any way, shape and form is not a sign of weakness, but a sign yeah. of strength. And yeah. like, we really want to drive that home. And I, I'm especially proud of, uh, what, uh, what is your Cody? What is your name? Cody. I'm especially <laughs> proud of Cody. I'm especially proud of Cody for that. Uh, cause on his channel, he just dives right into it. And man, he, he gets some shit dog. I mean like oh, real yeah. talk. I mean like, like, yeah. like bro, like, I, like I get some shit, but I deserve it. I straight up deserve that <laughs> the shit that I get, but he's out there and like, he'll put himself on the line and there'll be like five people that are like, you know what you need? You need Jesus. You need, yeah. you need an exorcism. I've seen some of those negative comments. It's ridiculous. 
Or they'll straight up tell me I'm faking it. I, I get that yeah. one daily. I get people who try to trigger my hallucinations by telling me there's something behind me. And all I, all I do is I keep remembering that they're just pissed that a schizophrenic felon with a past of drug addiction is fucking killing it. And they're not doing yeah. shit. Yeah. That's what I try to remember every day. But you, you, you have to remind yourself of that because nowadays the thing to do is to be like tiktok famous like every like i, I mean we, we all do tiktok so but i'm sure that to everybody else is cooler than it is to us like we enjoy it we love it and we post every day but the whole world's like oh tiktok like they make a bigger deal out of it so everybody wants to be famous but they don't want to be vulnerable so when they see you with your platform they're gonna leave those comments and then sometimes the trolls are too much you can't block every single one like i've seen people go and create like more accounts to come back and control you like literally like i've had i'm like you have to create an email uh, uh address or you have to create like a, a fake facebook profile all this yeah. stuff just to come back around on my page just to comment again like you took time every day to create two or three bots what on on, on the real on the real though sh i mean my followers i mean shout out to the galloway gang here my followers are fucking savage i have never had to block a single goddamn person with my account because as soon and this happens on Cody's too, but I, yeah. my, my, my people are fucking savage. Like someone posts any sort of hate and, and I'll like, Oh, that's weird. And then I'll go to their page and like within 10 minutes, they're private and everything's turned oh, wow. off because they just, they just can't handle the heat. And I mean, I love that there's like a community like that. And Cody, I know yeah. that happens on your page too. Yeah. So, you know, the Galloway gang and the schizo squad, they definitely do oh, that. God. <laughs> they definitely do their part at making sure that people don't mess with us too much. And honestly, like they have our backs and I'm grateful for the people we have following us. And, you know, it's a lot of the same people who view this podcast too. Yeah. And, and I've, I've had similar things to where somebody will leave a, a hate comment and people will come and they'll like take up for me. Or if it happens in the live, like I have moderators, like they're so fast, they'll block somebody, they'll spam them out. Like, like they'll get on there and say, Hey, we don't talk about this on this live. We don't uh, shame people for anything on this live. Like w once you build like that family on TikTok, and we've been sucking, you know, the quarantine for how long. So like, we book, like it, it's almost at the point where you like your uh, online friends, like just as much, maybe if not more than your real life friends, you know? So yeah. like, it's a, it's like a second, <laughs> second family. Real life friends. Could you go more into that? I've never heard this phrase. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going to be in a couple weeks, Zach. Don't worry. Real life friends. That was smooth. That, that was really smooth. But you know what else is smooth? My balls. Thanks to Manscaped. That was amazing. Yes. That is great. And what a great point to um, point out that we are coming to an end here. Zach, that was flawless. I don't give you, you enough credit sometimes. I know, um, you never do. You are a dick, and you are very full of yourself, but uh -huh. it, you're a clean-shaven dick. <laughs> oh, oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. That, was, that was good. Yeah. So, have you been sitting on that the entire time? I No, actually, that was just right there. I just yeah, happened write it down or something. Um, wow, that was amazing. <laughs> He's very shocked. I don't. I don't have those a lot. Um, Not very. But just a reminder, guys. Uh, if you go to manscaped.com, you can get twenty percent off and free shipping with the code Gallowop. And seriously, we are setting a goal for ourselves to get at least ten sales using that code. We just want to have a huge thank you to um, Kojo here. We're definitely gonna try to convince you to come back. If for sure. I you. love this. You were really nice to me, so there's a chance he might not let you come back. But I'll just <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, work on it. we'll work on it. We'll work on it. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, yeah, thank I you, for, thank you, it. thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. We really appreciate you. Uh, I I enjoyed this. I know Cody did, but he's been a fanboy of you for a while, so he was going to anyway. So uh, I, mean, I I enjoyed. This is one of my my favorite podcasts ever. I, I just like it when. Just be authentic. Like, you know, people want to bite their tongue and they want to talk in circles. Like, you all just y'all just come out and say it. Like, I love that, you know. Oh, yeah. We, we don't hold back here, for sure. Right. <laughs> we are a Twain Weck here. So, <laughs> we yeah, are a Twain Weck, but we are professionals as well. All right. I love it.
Thank you so much for coming on, man. And seriously, everyone, make sure you go check out Kojo's information down below. Um, he's got his own website, kojosarfo.com, and he's got some great content if you haven't already seen it. So please go check him out, and thank you guys so much for joining us today. I'll take care. All right.